Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shower with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Ah, oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro, and I flew right in, took the Ed Koch. Stand by that. My co-host, Dave Rothenberg. <laughs> hey, even your turkey sounds crazy. Our amazing producers, father-to-be RJ Santillo. You couldn't jump on the Giants bandwagon? I don't care about any bandwagon. I would, as I wouldn't really expect you to care much about mine. I'd like to pull you in a wagon. <laughs> How's your team? When's your game? <laughs> yes, I love my CRJ. See how, see how nasty he gets? That offer stands, by the way. I will pull you in a wagon. How about the very famous or infamous Raymond Santiago? At what point did I not say <laughs> that he stunk? And Dave finally got what he wanted. And as always, we're rolling with the company. Thank you for getting up with us this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. Rick Tukin. <laughs> oh, that's so much. Call us what you want, but don't ever call us lazy. You hear us every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 9870 ESPN New York. Number to call, you know it, 1-800-919-3776. I, Jose. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing great today because, you know, we got some, <laughs> you know... As long as Jose is doing great, we have an unbelievable show plan for you today. <laughs> That's right, Dave. Eat it all up. Ben Simmons in the Nets with a hard-fought loss in Philadelphia. Nets shot almost 65% from the floor. And Simmons even scored 10 points in the third quarter, but it wasn't enough. How much is too much for the Jets to give up for Aaron Rodgers? Will Giants fans be okay if they decide to walk away from Saquon? I'd lie down in traffic for Dable. That's what you call all-in people. Brian Windhorst had some interesting things to say about the Knicks who are back in action tonight in Boston against the Celtics. David, Mel Kuyper's mock draft 1.0. All the different crab cake places this summer, eating crab cakes, hopefully. Hopefully crab cake places will in fact serve crab cakes. We have two super boxes, a pair of Eric Church tickets, and as always on Thursday at 745, we have no observations that did happen in Florida, but before we get to any of that, I'd like to say good morning to a man that's been considered by many this generation's John Madden. The, when uh, it, the Big Bang package in there, you got McGovern, you got Elizabeth Smith and Tyron and all. So, uh, all right. <laughs> How about a quarterback breakdown? How's the football he throws? Is it nice? Is it spirally? A genius. Anything else? I need sex. I need sex. <laughs> of course you do. Here he is, my best friend, the one and only David Rothenberg. Beautiful. 
That's an open. Good for you. Well done. Nice job. Good to be here. Yes. Yeah, look energy, at you. Energy, energy, energy. I don't know that I'm going to have any energy. I thought I lost my protein bar on the way in today. I oh, had a, no. I had a whole backup plan. Tragic. It was unbelievable. I'm in the car. I'm driving the whole way. Usually I get on the first highway. I'm like, all right, I'll have the protein bar now. I'll drive the rest of the way. Full belly, the whole thing. And on the highway, like, where's the protein bar? Where is it? I can't find it. I go into a pocket. It's not there. Onto the seat that I throw it there. It's not there. I don't, now, and now I'm thinking to myself, all right, now I'm going to have to drive in and stop at the bagel cart and get a plain bagel, which is probably about the same caloric intake as the protein bar. But I have a, But now I'm getting hungry, the whole plan. I park the car, get out of the car, reach into my pocket for my phone. Like, oh, there it is. There it is in the pocket. the protein bar. So now I had to walk from my car to the studios while eating a protein bar. And... It didn't. It didn't go great because as I was walking eating a protein bar, I saw two rats fighting, oh. and I and I panicked. The protein bar in the car relaxed. Yeah, you can eat it, it at your own leisure. Different. Yeah, it hits different. Like having to walk through the city, rats. I mean, that's not. I the mean, same. rats. Rats are oh, that's no, terrible. It's disgusting. I told you, rats in my stall eating my protein bars at the Coliseum. <laughs> that's t- I don't. I don't like rats. It's disgusting. Like, is there if there's any animal out there that has less redeeming quality than the rat? I'd like to know what in Who, fact it is. The rat is gross. The rat is gross. I had a pet hamster. Ha- but also, hamster's cute. Yeah, it was cute for a minute, and then it just took off. I cut my arm, bleeding but, everywhere. But gone. you were you were not scared of the hamster. No, the rat is is disgusting. can be ferocious yeah, and, and nasty, and I'm Freaks sure carries disease. There's nothing positive about the rat. No, 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 no. Except splinter. Oh, you know what? The rat. The, the flying rat, known as the pigeon. Disgusting. Not a, not a lot Hate of redeeming qualities in no. the pigeon. Give me a pigeon. Let's hear a pigeon. Come on. Give me some of that. <laughs> that might be your best animal. Really? Nobody pays to, to fly with the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pigeon, man. No, I was scared. Scared of a pigeon? <laughs> yes. We've had a lot of pigeon conversation. <laughs> I didn't realize. You did a whole. You did a whole show with Buster only on pigeons. Buster covered pigeon racing. Yes. Buster's a big time journalist as a younger man. <laughs> big time. One hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Want to let you know that we know that this portion of the show is driven by the All American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Boy, when they don't have Kevin Durant, and this obviously this goes without saying, when they don't have Kevin Durant, the Nets are such a different team because Ben Simmons, you look at him as now a guy that, I mean, might actually be able to put the ball in the basket, and he can't. He can't do it. Well, he did. I mean, he had, in all fairness, though, he had 10 points in the third quarter. Yes, and, and in the fourth quarter? Oh, did he play? And, and oh, why? Because, yeah, but you know exactly why. Because he can't, he can't score in a big moment. Well, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to look to shoot. Right, and he doesn't space the floor. I mean, luckily for them, I mean, the emergence of Nick Claxton, who's been awesome, I mean, he's been great. And we've liked him from the beginning, but he's really, I mean, he's coming to his own. But he's a good player. He's not like a good player because no, he's, he's turning on the Nets. He's, he's really legitimately good a good basketball player, right. yes. Yeah, but down the stretch, I mean, it was just they, they fought. They fought hard to get it you know, down the stretch, but it was, I mean, Harden had the eight points there in the last, I think, almost three minutes. But, yeah, I mean, this is not this is not the same team without KD. No. He, they he, shot almost 65% and still lost. I'm I, I said to RJ before the show, I said, I've never seen anything like that. He said, because it's only happened twice ever in NBA history. This is, was the third, this is this, like the third best percentage and still lost. Yeah. That's why I said twice ever. Wow. Besides this, it's happened in the history of the NBA. Crazy. 65%. You don't lose games when you shoot no. 65%. No. You should, I know. 54% from three? No. But, I mean, there was the disparity at the free throw line was crazy, though. 
They were minus 14 from the free throw line. Right. You, you know, the Sixers made 35 at 36. Listen, Sixers have a lot more size. They take it to the basket. Yeah. Sixers, that's a good team. Good team. Very, yeah, very yeah, well, good they team. Had their, I mean, they're healthy, too. They got Embiid, Harden, Maxi. That's a good team. You, you know what's actually very enjoyable is when Kyrie Irving is not talking about, you know, film on Netflix and flat earth and COVID vaccine and anti-Semitism, when he's actually quiet about things and then you get to watch him play basketball, what a, what a treat. It really is. What a tr- what a great player he is. That layup, when he, I mean, he, he... When he, like, hung in the oh, air. Oh, man. And then he finished it with his left. Like he's yeah, he's this is why you deal with it though. Because I mean when he's when That's he's right. dialed in, when he's focused, his I mean his talent is through the roof. It's special, man. Like I mean he's a, he's a gifted human being. Different level. And when he uses it the way I mean he's capable of using it, it's why teams will will put up with all the extra stuff. Of course. You you think if he was a, a the, the fifth guy off the bench no. that he would be on the Nets right now? No, there's, there's no, no there's no way. No, and now he's talking about getting an extension done. <laughs> With the Nets. I don't know how you do that if you're the Nets. I would be hesitant. No, listen, you, you finish the season out, see how this thing exactly. turns let, out. Let, let's see how it plays out. We go out there, we do good things. Here, here's my question, though. We talk about with the Knicks all the time, the upside. R- realistically, what is the upside with this team? Like, do you realistically think the Nets can go to the NBA Finals? I think this team is, I mean, talent-wise, is, is right there at the top. I don't know if they have an answer for... I mean, I think they still probably have to add some size up front to deal with Giannis. Right, like Giannis is going to be a problem for them. A fully healthy Bucks team is a Giannis problem. Giannis is a problem for everybody. Why? Well, he just got swept by the Celtics. So, I mean, how can I sit here and tell you that they're better than those two teams? Uh, I, you probably can't. You probably can't. So, what, what in your mind right now is the upside of what they can do? Second round? Is that as good as it gets? Well, for no, them? I think it depends on what I think it depends on what happens at the deadline. Like if they make a move that makes them that makes them better or helps them address their deficiencies. I mean, you're talking about still having two of the best players on the planet. Like, I mean. And maybe the beauty of this for Kevin Durant dealing with this knee injury is he's, I mean, he's not playing every night because you know he'd be playing every night. Right. So when you need him the most, he'll be, he'll be fresh he'll and be fresher. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But I don't think they're, I mean, if you would ask me today, are they at the level of the Celtics or, or are they the, the Are they the third best team? Can you argue that? Yeah. I would say that they're right there. Better than Philly? I'd say they're right there with Philly. Right there with Philly? I don't, well, so- I don't think Harden's the same player. Well, he was good last night. It was pretty good last night, especially late. He had that big three late, a couple big threes late. I mean, listen, Seth was awesome last night. He had 32. But, I mean, you get into trouble now when you're looking, you know, late in these games, you thought your big three was going to be, and Katie's hurt, I know, but it's going to be KD, there's, there's Kyrie, no big three. and well, Ben well, Simmons. You, you figured if you didn't have Kevin Durant and then Ben Simmons steps up to be what maybe you think he can be, now all of a sudden it's like, you're always going to miss Durant. He's unbelievable. But you don't miss him as much because you have a big two. You don't. You don't have that. Well, but it's not even that, listen, it's not even that he doesn't like to shoot. I understand that. Like, it's, I mean, things that he does really well, pushes the pace. I mean, he's 6'10", he plays, you know, he can defend one through five, all those things that he does, right? And you get the, you know, 10-point triple-doubles. But, like, watching last night, like, there are times when he gets the ball, and it's, I mean, it's, it's like a a little floater, or like, it just go, like, attack the rim, and he has no interest in doing it. He doesn't want to, because he he doesn't want to get fouled, he doesn't want to go to the foul line. But then he kicks it out to a tougher shot, it's like, dude, I mean, come on, man, like, he doesn't want to, he does, how many times do you watch a guy, and you're like, God, he has this mindset, he wants to just kill you, or, or Julius Randle, you're like, stop it, like, stop taking the ball and pass it out, this is the exact opposite of that, we're all, it's, he does not want to shoot the basketball. He drives me crazy. He drives me. I'm sure he drives his coach crazy. I'm sure he drives his teammates if, crazy. If he now listen, I understand, and people get all upset. Whatever, fine. This is a Knicks town, right? Is it fair to say that this is a, this is a Knicks yes. town, right? Okay. If he played for the Knicks 
and did this stuff, we would take a million phone calls a day about how people cannot tolerate Ben Simmons. They would lose their minds with this guy. Right. But, I mean, fortunately for him, he's in Brooklyn. He kind right. of flies out. I mean, well, it goes under the radar. Or fly under the radar until yeah. we get to the. I mean, we start getting to the postseason later on in the season when it starts becoming more of a, a talking point with us, or we get more phone calls from Nets fans, or we start doing you know more. You know, you see it more nationally. But yeah, like I mean, this is why Brooklyn was probably not a bad spot for him. He's got the insulation of having you know KD and Kyrie. But right. when KD's out, or when you know if Kyrie misses time, and you're looking at him to be that second guy, like I mean, he didn't play. He didn't play the fourth quarter last night. Big, right. big game. Can't play him in the fourth quarter. Jock Vaughn doesn't sound too happy after the game on Ben Simmons. I don't get every guy, and that's including Ben, to value every possession, to play hard every possession. And just because you play the first half doesn't mean you're going to play the second half. We really want to get to a point where you, your teammate is dependent on you, dependent on you to do your job every single night, every single possession. Ben showed more ability to play with force in the second half, which paid off, which is what we need, which was great for our team. And then down the stretch, with us being down, just wanted to space the floor, getting more shooting out there, see if we can climb back into the game, uh, no matter what the size was or, or anything. They need more from Ben Simmons. That's, that's he played three minutes in the fourth quarter. He had the nice. He had the nice third quarter. Scored the the ten points. But like, I mean, what he's talking about first half wise. He played sixteen and a half minutes in the first half and took one shot. And had zero points. Yeah, he has no for a whole half. That's it's terrible. You you could. I mean, that, that's like Mitchell Robinson numbers. If Mitchell Robinson did it, you'd be like, oh, okay, right. I mean, if Jericho yeah, Simmons did that, no, no, you're like, but all you would, right. But we, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like, hey, you know, if you want Mitch at his best defensively, why don't you give him a couple touches? Like, let him get, you know, something yeah, going. Yeah, but he, but, but he doesn't want it. Right, but that's the thing. Mitchell Robinson would throw, like, he, he, he would feed off that. He would love that. Like, if you, if you keep him engaged, now he, you may, might get a better version of, of Mitchell Robinson. Ben Simmons doesn't, he doesn't want the basketball. He doesn't want to shoot. He doesn't want to score. He doesn't, he doesn't want you to, sh- to see him shoot. That's the thing. Like, and you know this better than anybody. The, the mental part of the game, it just... And thank God he's on Brooklyn, where you're not under the same scrutiny, the same pressure. Cause but he, he will be at some point. At not, some point. But not like Philadelphia. Well, no. At some point, he will be. Listen, I mean, not from his own... It may be not from his own crowd, but he will, like, as far as storylines... Well, you, you saw it in Philly the other day. Yeah, yeah but I mean, with storylines, like, coming out of this thing. Like, if you, if you expect this team to make a, a run... When they're fully healthy, they make a move, whatever they do, and they could be a team that could compete to get to the Eastern Conference Final. I mean, the first take, get out. Like everyone's gonna like, they'll be talking about it if it's that glaring. Yes, yes, he has to, he has to be better. I don't know that he can. I re, I re, I have a real doubt whether he is ever going to be able to be the well, player that people think he can be. I think you heard it from the coach. I think you heard it from the coach. I mean, you heard the frustration in his voice. Could, I mean, he got benched in the fourth quarter. Right. You imagine if I mean, he's, he is it fair to say he should be your second best player tonight, like last night. Yes. What What is the conversation today if the Knicks bench Jalen Brunson or Julius? He should Rand- be one of your most impactful players. So could you imagine if the, if the Knicks benched Brunson or no. Randall the other night, or if they did it tonight in the fourth quarter? It would no. it would dominate the show tomorrow. Well, no, it'd be more like if they benched like RJ Barrett. Well, he should be your second best player. Well, in a game like this, yeah, correct. But like as far as like the if all three were healthy, yeah, you're right. Right. But last night he should be your no, second he best player. Even, he wasn't even close. Well, he could they couldn't play him in the fourth no. quarter. No, it was it was Claxton. It was Seth. Oh, Seth Curry was good last awesome night. Awesome last night. Really good. Kyrie was a, oof, out of control good last night. He's filthy. But yeah, that's a problem. It's going to be a problem. Because at some point, you're going to need more from him. Because, I mean, as good as KD and Kyrie are, you start talking about the upper echelon teams, you're going to need someone else to contribute. What a tremendous disappointment he's been. His, I'm I mean, sorry. What were your expectations for him, though? Well, well, first of all, when he came into the NBA, I expected a lot better. Well, yeah, him. when the key came into the NBA, I, mean, I meant now, though. Once... <sighs> 
Yeah, I guess maybe some somewhat similar to this, but it's just it's so disappointing. You know why? Because he has there's nothing worse than wasted talent. And this guy could have, he has so much talent. It oozes like he's six ten. He can defend a point guard. He can defend the center. He's a really good passer. He's a terrific rebounder. And he I, I, and to me, it feels like it's a mental thing. He will not shoot the basketball. Like, wouldn't you say after his first year, he can't shoot? Fine. I want you to go out there and take. 5,000 shots a day, and just, it's it's second nature. You're a great shooter, and he's never done it, and he runs away from it instead of running towards it. Well, I can listen. It's something that everyone I thought just expected or assumed that to maximize, everyone everyone assumes that as an athlete, right? Like when they see the amount of talent that someone has, that the, the assumption is whatever happens in your first year, that offseason you're going to you know, do whatever it takes to try to improve it, and then second, like, so on and so on and so on. Like you always trying to make yourself better. Like well, you saw what Jalen Hurts, right? What Jalen Hurts did to maximize his potential, and a lot of people saw him, saw his size, his skill set, and said, "Wow, I mean this this kid could be the next coming of LeBron if he figures it out, if he learns how to shoot." And they just assumed, isn't that something that he would want? So he would go do it, and he hasn't nope. hasn't done it. No, nope, not even a little bit. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. How about live tennis, huh? How good is that? I, I don't like it. Why don't you like it? Because I can see you looking at it. Sabalek is playing Lynette. Yeah, right. I'm trying to talk to you, go back and forth, and your eyes are at the table. What do you mean? It's like the, we're on a date. What, what does that mean, at the table? At the TV, I mean. Oh. But you, this is like we're at the table, me and you having a beautiful dinner, right. and you're staring at, a, at another woman. <laughs> no, that's that's a good it's pigeon. A great pigeon. That's how I feel right now. You feel you're like I'm, at I'm, the I'm cheating on yeah, you? Yeah, you're gawking at the waitress. No. It has nothing. It's, it, it's like apples to oranges. 
you're my co-host, you're my my person here, and I'm looking at, at something else as this is happening. He's terrific, Hot, and last time we sweet. played, he had his way with me on the court. I thought maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> I want your full attention. You have my full attention. You're doing an excellent job on my survey, by the way. That's right. You know me really well. Really well. Really well. See, you think I don't care? You think I don't listen? You don't think I know what's happening? So here, let, let me let you in behind the curtains here. Thank you for being a friend. Every break now, RJ comes in, and because you, for some reason, refused to do the survey. 30, I told you why. A thir- I don't know why. 36 no questions. He comes in, and he sits with us during every break and goes over, you know, four, six, eight answers. And I know everything. You've known Everything. 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 Where do you where do you vacation? Right. What kind of fast food do you like? All of it. Where do you First shop? All, you're creepy. What kind of phone provider do you have? I know everything. Maybe it, do, do we share too much then? No, like, I don't if think you know so. the answers to all these questions. I don't think so. I don't think so. How many how many of those answers do you think materialize into anything? I would say probably none. But that's <laughs> not the point. The point is that I know it. I, that's the point. That's the point. Is I know the answers because I know care. you really well. You do. If Cass ever. Don't say it. Don't don't say it. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Whole family's moving into your house. Into my house? Well, I don't have enough room. Basement. Ba- basement? We'll put on a uh, we'll guest house. Add-on. An add-on? Yes. Oh, that'd be nice. I'd probably the dog run. You know, what, you know what now happens? So, I don't know if you have this, because there's such a, a truth on the show, and we don't beat around the bush at all. I bring that to my normal life now. Yeah, that's the problem. So my neighbor has these huge, like, orange, slim, I mean, like, posts, I guess you would say, <laughs> right? All around his driveway. And I, and I saw... Well, what is that for the plow, right? I said, I, yeah, it hasn't snowed once, though. Okay. So, I, so I saw his wife the other day at the bus stop, and I said, what does this guy got going on? <laughs> and she's like, excuse me? I said, what does this guy got going on here? And she's like, what do you mean? What is this? You mean, what? what is my husband? I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, what is that? She's like, so the plow doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah. slam into the... Right. I was like, it hasn't it hasn't snowed one like one time. Why does it? Why does he need this? She's like, well, he's he wants to be prepared, right? It's in yeah. case it snows, right? So he's very well prepared. It's better be prepared. And especially we, we, had, we had like a dusting yesterday. A did you dust. get a plow? Did you get a plow? Nope. Well, I got an email. <laughs> I got an email from the plow guy. That guy is a like you. He won. About, well, that guy must be really struggling now, though. Don't I you don't think? want the double plow today. Well, he has it. I mean, it, they haven't done one thing this right, entire. Right, hopefully, off-season. he's got something else going on. I hope so. I think he does landscaping good. plow work. Okay, good. Right. Like but horti- he's got a, a horticulturist, as it would he's be. He's got an itchy plow finger. He is. He cannot wait. Hey, make sure your cars are out of the driveway. Make sure. I mean, he wants everything to be. Because this, if you got three inches yesterday, and leave it oh, alone. Oh, he's coming. Yeah. He's he'll, coming. He'll be there, and right. he will plow your face off. That's what he'll do. <laughs> oh, Mr. Plow. That's my name. I don't know that's if this show is good again. for you, ultimately, Mr. but it's. Plow. You can't start dragging all the show into your real life. That's the problem. Because I get myself in trouble all the time, like dragging the locker room into real life. Right. It's not. It's yeah, not but always. But my acceptable. issue now is I I don't I don't have a great filter to begin with. Why wear pants? But now it's almost non-existent because I I just I have become a I don't want to say a different person, but I'm just very open and honest you with everything blossoms. on air. And now I go into my normal life, and it's like, <laughs> what do you think of this? Well, I hate that. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> I was thinking about Ray in the shower this morning. You're an honesty broker. You've said how many times? I know. I I I broker honesty. Listen, if people can't handle it. They're just you trim the fat. You I don't need them. hard bodies. This is who night. you are. This is who I this am. This is the best version of you. Yeah, I think so. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. You want to hear from uh, from Kyrie? 
I do. He deserves it. All right. He was so good last night. Here is Kyrie saying, uh, well, well, what do I do now? I don't, I don't tell you what he says. I just kind of say, oh, here's Kyrie from the game last night. I think we learned a lot about this team tonight, uh, just the way they play, the style of play, uh, what they're going to do down the stretch, just taking notes. That's it. So we obviously wanted to come away with the win tonight, but I'm glad the way we, we battled. Yeah, I mean, they listen, fought hard. They played hard against they a team that's hard. probably better than them if Kevin Durant is not there. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to have an answer for Joel Embiid. I mean, he's one of the best players in the league. At some point, he's going to win an MVP, but just, I mean, sheer size. Like, those are like, he's playing against the big, giant, grown men, and he is, well, he's like, just looks different he's than everybody else. And he moves differently, too. Right. Like, he's a fluid athlete at that size. But, I mean, these are two good teams, and I was I was happy to see how they battle. I'm sure Jacques Vaughn's happy to see how they battle back. Entertaining game. Right. Certainly. Really entertaining good game. game. Yeah, you can't, if you're a Nets fan, uh, and I'd love to hear from the Nets fan, 1-800-919-3776, you can't be horribly disappointed. No. The only thing you can be upset about is your team shot 65%. And lost. And, but, and and lost. Okay, but I mean, again, it's like controllable things, though, too. Like, they had 16 turnovers, and Philly scored 23 points on those turnovers. Like I mentioned, they're minus 14 from the free throw line. Right. It's like, a big number. It's a, that's a huge... I, give, I mean, they had 35 or 36 from the free throw line. They hit, their, they hit the last 20 straight, I think, Philly hit. That's, I mean, Philly, Philly's a good team. Philly's a Philly's good a team. Philly's a real got, good team. Right. And that has championship aspirations. And you were playing with, you know, well, clearly your best player, but one of the best players in the league. Have you looked at the Western Conference, by the way? Yeah. Like the standings of the I West? Have. I actually, well, I looked at it yesterday, I think. Look look at it with me. Can you, I mean, you got like Sacramento's there. Memphis Sacramento's is, right there. Denver is now, Denver's got a two and a half game lead over Memphis. You think Commissioner Silver's like, oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to get Denver in the NBA Finals or God forbid Sacramento in the NBA Finals? Um, I don't think Sacramento's going to end up in the NBA Finals, no. I don't think so either. No, but, but I mean, but look at this. You're not, you're not going to get the Lakers. You might not get the Warriors. Like, you could get a team and it's like, ugh. I think the Warriors are going to be all right. You think they're going to bounce back I here? think they're going to be all right. I think they're just, as long as they get in. They're dangerous. I think they can play to. Well, they're going to get in. To that level. But who, all right, so let me ask you, you saw this last then. night. I mean, you saw they beat Memphis last night. So if you had to pick, I'll even give you two. Two teams to go to the NBA Finals from the West. Who are your top two teams at the moment? Top two teams at the moment, you have to say Denver is one of them. Okay. Your guy. And then. He didn't play last night. They, they can't even I would compete. like to see what the Clippers like if the Clippers like fully are healthy, fully but the, healthy. They're never fully. I healthy. know, but is that is that by plan that they're just going to kind of take the the foot off the gas right. for the regular season? They're, they're going to whatever. It up? Yeah, they're going to have make sure that everyone is is as fresh and healthy as possible. It, 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 I think that's a fair point, but isn't there a great problem in the NBA if they're going through a that's season? A humongous problem, and it's like, oh, we'll just take a regular season off, not not a game, not no, a no, stretch. They're taking, like we'll we'll. We'll ratchet up for the postseason, the postseason only. RJ, what was that game? Greeny mentioned this on the show the other day. Was it? It was a Golden State game. Who are they playing? Where like the the six best players didn't play? Like Steph didn't play, Clay didn't play, Draymond didn't play, Wiggins didn't play. Like just for like maintenance days. Oh, it was the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, it was it was Warriors Suns, and I I mean due to injury and other things, but uh, just on the Sun side, Booker was out. Aiton was out. Um, Bridges? Bridges, I think. Bridges played, but everyone else was out. Basically, the it's ter- best. It's terrible. Yeah, though. six of the best, like, seven players in the game were out. This is Popovich. No, he, they he started. Cake, he started this no, whole thing. No, this though. is not Popovich. This is sports science. This is sports but science. Popovich is the one that we remember they'd have the big games on TNT, right. and but he would say, was, oh, we're not playing Duncan okay. or, or but Kawhi. See, here's the thing, though. That was an F you to the league, but that was also, I think, a, a mental thing he would do with his team, too. Is he's trying to keep his guys fresh because he understands that he's trying to win a championship, right. but also 
like the the psychology of an athlete is is if you go out there fully you know fully locked and loaded and you lose it's like okay they had their best we had our best and we lost as opposed to they had their best and we didn't even play our best so like who cares if we lost but how, right but how that's not good for the game no it's terrible for the game but now they want their cake and eat it too they want the they want the benefits financially of playing eighty two but they only want their guys playing you know sixty five seventy is games. there a less important regular season no. in any sport than the NBA absolutely not. Absolutely right. Not. It's just it's it's really now for the Knicks. It's different because the Knicks are that team that's fight like the Knicks. Could you imagine if, the, if we ever showed up one morning like, oh, the Knicks didn't play yeah, Randall and and Barrett? They could never they get away with get that. Destroyed, but they would get destroyed. Right, they'd get destroyed. One because they're fight. Because again, the, the problem is the teams that know they're going to be in the playoffs. That's exactly right. And, and then it's like, do we it. get the two or the three? You know what? We don't care. No, because we, we care. can win anywhere. Right. Exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I uh, would take deli meats, though. You laugh. I would take deli meats. What do you mean? You would? Where would you take deli meats? To the house. If, they, if I got like some deli meat sponsorship. Like Boar's Head. Boar's right. Head comes in, they sponsor the show, you would be a, a happy man. Right, and I had my own slicer. What are you, Kramer? No, no, you come over. I can make you fresh sandwiches. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, like my own little Jersey Mike's right at the house. Really? Yeah. With the dressings, the yeah, oils, everything. everything lined up. Spices? Yeah, you want a Rick's way? Not my own little special way. What would your way be? Uh, there'd be a bunch of stuff. They'd some nice shredded lettuce. Shredded iceberg. lettuce is nice. Shredded iceberg. Iceberg? Not, yeah. a, not a lot of... Uh, not a lot of um, not a no, lot of, there's no, 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 nothing no. positive about the iceberg lettuce. No, the romaine is the lettuce to go yeah, to. Yeah, but they, the iceberg is nice, though. A nice little crunch in the sandwich. Holds up well. Yeah. Yeah. I go some nice onion. Are you a cucumber guy? I don't love the cucumber. I'm not on tacos. I can tell you that. No, you're not Dan Orlovsky. I don't mind the cucumber, but I wouldn't put it on my. I would put pickles. Pickles are delicious. It depends on the sandwich, really. How about coleslaw? You you enjoy coleslaw? I love coleslaw. Yeah, love it. It's the best part of a I mean diner experience. You get the pickles and the coleslaw. You know it's a nice place, not too far from you. Ben's Deli. L- I did reads for Ben's Deli yesterday. I know. Every time my father-in-law comes into New York, Ben's Deli is first thing he does: matzo ball soup. Oh, delicious. delicious. Absolutely delicious. All right. Um, trying to get you hungry here. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. And that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens out there. Do you have any, be honest with me, <laughs> no. do you have any idea what they sell? From the, re, let's see if we no. go. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. Right. No. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. Not even sure really what that means. Yeah, you're protecting the environment. And that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley. Here's what they're assuming. That you know what that nature you know Valley. what Nature Valley well, what is. What if you know what that? Well, then we should tell like, them. Well, they're, del- like a- they're delicious grill- bars. Granola yeah, right. bars. Delicious. Yeah, you have no idea. Not from So some not person turns on this that never that never had a Nature Valley it never had the the enjoyment of a Nature's Valley. But it's not even having the enjoyment, it's even knowing what it is. Right. You think there's people that don't know what Nature Valley is? Probably. Though? No. No, I don't know. RJ has every has every single Everyone person knows what a Nature Valley no bar chance. is. Everyone. No. I think three out of four, four out of five. I bet you you could. It's not that hard to find. That's it. I'll tell you what. That is an arrogant read. 
whoever wrote that. I support that's them. They're borderline. This, that's borderline. So you're going right after the copy. Yeah, yeah they're on the show. Right. I support them. Just assuming everybody. Like, isn't the whole point of a read is like to tell people exactly well, what may, you're may, selling? Maybe this is like a Super Bowl ad. It's no, like you're it's selling so, the outdoors. It's so embedded in genius that you're no. like, oh, but look what we're doing. No, because we're talking a, about the no, read now. Because a Super Bowl ad, they'd be a, it's on TV, and you would see them eating a Nature Valley outdoors, embracing the outdoors, eating a granola bar. I don't know what If they say. sent us granola bars, and you're like, the reason why I have my mouth full is because I'm enjoying the indoors. I would like that, too. Right. I would, I would love Those granola are bars. I'd, I'd love bottled water Something. here at the studio. Anything. A vending machine. Look at these cups. Uh, uh, those are nice cups. Beautiful cups. I don't know where we wound up with these cups. Ryan Hurley. Really? Yes. Because the, these cups were not here. No. Now these cups are here. They're here. And they're very nice cups. Beautiful. Whole box. He, oh, yeah. Really? Whole box. How Help did yourself. you learn of this? Help yourself. He told me yesterday. Help yourself. Look, they say latte on it. Really? Yeah. So he went. He went all out. He did go all out. Let's get to some of these calls. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Devin in Westchester. Good morning, Devin. You're, you're first up, actually, at 9870 ESPN. Oh, hey, sweet. Thanks, guys. Uh, good morning. Clay, you guys are doing well. You guys are hands down like my favorite show in the morning. Uh, so I called this morning to talk about Ben Simmons, and everybody's always crazy about how this six foot ten LeBron-esque dude doesn't shoot, but he's more of a center than he really is like a point guard. It just happens that he can and does have the ability to handle the ball in transition and in the half court. I agree with both of you in terms of he needs to get better and he does need to shoot, and he hasn't done that even though we've seen those whatever adjective or superlative you want to attribute to the social media videos of where he's shooting threes. But it's like, if you can do it then, why can't you do it in the game? I don't know, but I think if the Nets just used him more as a center rather than this guard-type person yeah, but Devin, or a wing Devin, let me ask you a question. Shoot. Devin, did you watch the game last night? Did you watch the game last night? I honestly did not. Okay, but there were plenty of opportunities. The Rangers were on, so That's I watched yeah, well, No, That's fine. Okay. Listen, you don't have to watch every Nets game. But uh, last night was especially frustrating because there was plenty of opportunities for him to actually go up. No, I get it. He, I he love Ben Simmons to. in this game. He should be averaging, like... I don't want to say like a triple-double, but he should be averaging close to 20 points like when he was on the 76ers. I completely agree. But the ability of him shooting, if he was used more as a big man than a wing, then it would sort of take away. But how many big the men are you going to have then? So, so now what, what, what do you do with Claxton? Are you going to play two, right. three big men at a time? Well, that's the issue now. Claxton's emerged. And I now... read it, but hold on. Let me make this point. If Ben Simmons, however, did focus on his free-throw shooting, so when he attacked the rim, if he went to the line and made you pay there even at a 70-ish percent clip or better, that would alleviate some of the, his shooting woes because but he would be getting these points at the free throw line Matt, versus but, shooting a but, long jumper or a three. But, Devin, you're making my point for me, though, because that's, that's the other problem is that last night there were plenty of opportunities to take the ball to the rim and he would kick it out because he didn't want to get fouled. He doesn't want any part of going to the line. He doesn't. I, no I one's mean, talking about. I'm not talking about shooting threes or just like forget about jump threes. shooting. Forget about shooting threes. That to me is is like a moot point. At I'm this just talking point. about you get the ball in the post wherever it is and you have a chance to to go up hard with it. He he decides he doesn't want to do it. He you, wants to kick it. You out. You know what it reminds me of, it? and I I don't mean this to be like really nasty. I mean it to be like. Like almost like a child, like a child who would play be- like youth basketball. It's like, okay, Dad, I I can't sh- I can't make a foul shot. So if I ever get the ball down low, I'm going to get rid of it qu- very quickly. And then you kind of work it through with the kid. This is the number one pick in the draft. This is supposed to be a perennial all star that doesn't want any part of getting fouled and going to the line. You've almost never seen anything like it. before. What do you think his free throw percentage is this year? Forty eight percent lower. Oh my god, it's not even forty five percent. What is he shooting from the line? Forty four point six percent. 
That's dreadful. Well, it's a problem, though, because, I mean, yeah, right. Like, we, I mean, we said this before the season started where you could use them and actually have, you know, get the most benefit is, you know, from from the time you you rebound the ball on the defensive side, he's, I mean, more than happy to push the pace, right, create for others. But sure. if it, when, when you are set up in your half quarter, whatever it is, you put him down in the, in the dunker spot or at the five, right, and then let him go to work. But even like you watched last night, it would, I could understand why Jacques Vaughn was getting frustrated because there's plenty of opportunities where he goes up, it's either an easy layup or he gets fouled. But guess what? He doesn't. He doesn't trust himself, and he doesn't trust his foul shooting. Doesn't so he kicks get, it he out. Does not want to get to fouled. a more difficult shot. That's right, and he'll do it every time, unless he gets punished to the point where he feels like he has no option. If he wants to play, he's going to have to go up. Well, strong. he was pissed too. Do you hear his sound after the game? Too bad about not, but only playing three minutes in the fourth quarter. Too bad. Fine if we win, but it would be a problem if we start losing. Well, dude, I mean, come but, on, man. But but you you didn't win, right? But didn't that tell you what you need to know though? Like this is like you're playing one of the best teams in the league. It's a close, hard-fought game, and they don't trust you down the stretch to play you because you don't, you're not their best option. I mean, it's such a weird dynamic, isn't it? Could you? I mean, any other? I mean, this is a, a really, really good player. Should be should be a perennial All Star in the biggest moments of the games. And this is not like we're making a statement one time. Like in the biggest moments of the games, you can't always play him. Well, but I mean, how does that affect you down the? I mean, when you get into the playoffs. It's bad. It's it's, it's real bad. Well, because you know what they're going to do. They're going to foul him every time, right. and I would do the same thing. Of course. So I mean, it's something that I don't know if it's fixable, but I think there was a lot of people that hoped, and I mean, Nets fans that hoped that he'd get back more to, you know, what you saw where he's averaging almost seventeen. You know what I mean? Like, what year is this for him? Seven? No, no, no. This is your five. Five? Yeah. You would figure he he would have it by now, no? Well, he didn't play a full season, remember? So I mean, this is this is basketball wise. Year five, but what what actually year in the league is it, like? How old is he? Uh, ben Simmons is twenty six. So you know what year this is for him? His seventh year in, in the NBA. I'm just saying, as far as, far as basketball is concerned, like how much basketball he's played. He's missed two seasons. He played seventeen, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty one, and then didn't play twenty one, twenty two, and then I was playing this year. Uh, let's go to Danny in the Bronx. Good morning, Dan. You're on ninety eight seven. Good morning, guys. How you doing today? We're doing we're doing well, I think. I think uh, so. A little shout out to the company. Um, just want to talk about Ben Simmons. You know, Dave, I know you have back surgery. Uh, Rick, I know you're the athlete. How much does the surgery, like him not being confident in taking the shot, you know, taking it to you know taking it to the basket? Um, I'm a huge Nets fan, and like. Like Rick is saying, like yesterday, the first half, he just did not want to take a ball to the basket. So does the surgery? I, I know, would think, and listen, I, I can't speak, you know, for certain, obviously not a professional athlete. I would think it has absolutely zero impact. Zero. No, his okay. willingness to shoot or get yeah. fouled, no. This is not him protecting his body. This is just him protecting, having to go out there and expose himself. So you think that mental, that whole mental, mental thing that they were talking about last year was actually true? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah 100%. Thing. Yes, Danny, when we Danny, we had this was I don't know when this was. This is years ago. We had someone on that covered LSU, and we were asking. Where's her? I think we we're asking her about about Ben Simmons, and she said that he wouldn't shoot in front of his teammates. Wow, that's insane! Like he would go work on a shot by himself in a different gym. You, you hear it all the time. He doesn't want to be in the gym during practice and shooting the ball. He's so self conscious. Which is such a it's it's like the opposite of if what you can't try like. listen if you can't try things and let things go in practice and embarrass yourself in practice then you have no shot in the game because that's why I mean that's you, you go to you, Philadelphia and have twenty thousand people heckling right, you like and, I, I mean you, even preseason games I would use to try stuff like I would get like if I wanted to you know try out a poke check or something I would do it in preseason or I would do it in practice but because who cares 
It's very strange. Like, those are your guys, man. It's, it's, I mean, ve- it's very, very all, They all strange. want you to be great. They all want you to succeed because if you're great, it helps the team. It's very strange. Jose in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jose. Good morning. So I wanted to bring up a point because I was just um, – I was watching the Brooklyn game and I thought Kyrie was just, you know, phenomenal yesterday. And I know that Brooklyn may be hesitant on signing him to a long-term deal, but what does that do for them in the future with, with, with Kevin Durant? Because I, I always thought that they were just a package deal. And if one of them goes, then the other one is definitely going to try to not stay in the situation. I think it depends on how the season unfolds, really. I mean, I think once once there was some concern whether or not Kyrie was going to be back, it seemed like that's when Kevin decided he was going to you know ask for a trade. Kyrie committed, so I think it made Kevin feel like it was you know it was okay to come back and they would figure it out. But listen, if Kyrie keeps his head down and keeps playing the way he's playing, then maybe Brooklyn does consider giving him an extension so KD stays. I think it's got to be short term though. Like I can't get to any well, I think kind of a long term deal. With well, him. I think you probably line it up with KD, right? I guess, but I get so nervous with him because at what point is he going to go off the rails? Okay, but what are you replacing him with? Yeah, no, that's a fair that's point. That's the issue. That's a fair point. If you want to keep KD, KD wants to be in a place where he can win a championship. How old is Kevin Durant? 34, we said? KD's 34, yeah. 34? So, I mean, you're getting to the end of this window. Right, he's him. no spring chicken. He's dealing with, I mean, this is, this is another injury he's dealing with. He'll come back from, but yeah, I mean, you saw the teams that he said, I mean, he wanted to go to was Miami and Phoenix. Those are the teams. Right. Initially. Right. Can you imagine if he was on Phoenix? No. It'd be the, the Phoenix favorites. has been a humongous disappointment this humongous. year so far, though. But they, that's another, is an interesting word. But that's another team they don't really care about. They care. They don't care about the regular season. A Phoenix? Yeah. No. Well, Devin Booker's at Chris Paul's a thousand years old. No. Eight, that's not nice to say he's a thousand years old. But well, I'm, I mean, I can still ball. I didn't say he he's an excellent ball. bowler, by the way. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Like a, a tremendous bowler. Well, Chris Paul's got. He's got to be like forty, though. He's old. Yeah. So that's. I mean, he's like Methuselah in basketball <laughs> year. No. <laughs> It's amazing how long these guys are playing now, though. It's only 37. I would have I thought he was older than 37. 37 years old? Yeah, yeah. I would have I guessed older. All right, you want to hear from Charles Barkley? I do. All right, my mouse is not working great today, but but, I, but I'm going to battle through it and persevere. Charles Barkley, this is ESPN Radio, uh, discussing an NBA potential lockout. Here he is. First of all, it's embarrassing for the NBA, and I cannot wait for these owners to put their foot in their asses in this next CBA. These dudes going to do something to these players. They're going to be like, wait a minute, you can't make $50 million and not play half the season. Because now you're just really just like slapping me in my face, taking my check twice mm-hmm. a month. And we got guys like, and Eddie, I see guys that got a sore sore hip or something. I'm like, everybody's sore in the NBA after <laughs> 20, 30, 40 games. I think it's going to be very interesting when, in the next CBA because, you know, the billionaires always wins against millionaires. And I think those owners are going to try to do something. I don't know what it is. I think there's going to be a strike or a lockout, however you want to phrase it. But I think they're going to say, okay, you guys don't want to play. I'm going to teach you all a lesson. Well, what are you supposed to do, though? Like, how, how do you solve what is clearly an issue? Because there's so many games that just the, the – the, I mean, Kawhi Leonard barely plays. Guys are healthy and just don't play because they want to keep them fresh and rested – for the postseason. So I, I understand what Charles is saying, but I just I don't know how you solve this problem. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there would have to be some form of We're talking incentive. about this regular season tournament, right? Well, there'd be have to I mean some kind of incentive to to make you know to make teams want to play their best players. Like, well, I mean that's but, but what? I mean how do you I don't incent- know, how do you I, incentivize it? Well, that's I mean that's that's gonna be the question as the owners decide because he's not the first person that said that. I mean Stephen A's been talking about this for forever. And they're right. Having, having the chance to speak to all the owners. Yeah, they're pissed. The NBA, the uh, listen, the NBA is broken. 
I think Hembo had a stat. Who's on with Greeny? He does get up with Greeny. I think they've paid they've paid five hundred million dollars to players that haven't played. Like to players, like if you take the amount of money paid to guys not playing, right? It's like five hundred million this se- in this half season. Of the, so it's this gonna be season. over uh, over a billion dollars yeah. by the end of the year. Now, guys hurt. Uh, yeah. A whole different story, right? Kevin, Kevin, Durant, yeah. Kevin Durant now totally Nothing fine. You can do. N- not not one issue in the world. But when guys are healthy, and either the team is protecting them or they just choose not to play, it's a broken system, is what it is. Yeah, you can say it's broken, but it's also, I mean, you could also make the argument. The teams would make the argument that it's smart. Is it is it good for the game though? No, it's not good for the game. I mean, they, if, they if, I, if I have tickets to see, yeah, but they don't. I, I mean, stop that. Well, they, you know what? It's a stupid they, argument. It's not a stupid it's argument. It's a stupid argument. No, no, it's a major problem. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Name a coach in the NBA. Um, Tom Thibodeau. Okay, is he is he paid attend for attendance or is he paid to win? He's paid to win. Okay, so he could care less how many people show up. Yeah, if but, he but wins, the ownership's going to care, right? But they're also like his job is to try to win a championship. I understand and that. If the coach feels like keeping Paul George and Kawhi Leonard healthy and rested gives me the best chance to win a championship, and it's going to pay off. Then that's what I'm going to do. I'm not concerned that Dave has traveled you know three thousand miles to come watch us play. You, you do realize that the fan is the product of this, right? I do. But that, but but players and coaches aren't incentivized through attendance. Well, you know, and I think they've actually made it worse by they didn't realize it by by making this play in tournament. Because now, I mean, anybody can be a ten seed, and doesn't matter if you're seven or ten. Six matters a little bit, but ultimately, if you're if you're the eight seed, you don't think you can win one of two games to get yourself. Yeah, but into does the it matter? But does it really even matter though? The whole yeah, thing I mean, is the, broken in the NBA. It's the top. I mean, the top teams end up winning it. This is not like the NHL where the eighth team can make a is going to make a run through. True, the but I, I think this year, like it seems, it's a little more wide open now than it has been. I just asked you about the, the West. Is the West? Yeah, I think the West know. is wide open. Yeah, the East is wide open too. No. I don't know. I get the top. I mean, you got the cream of the crop in the west at the top. I'm at the east at the top. Yeah, I guess. So if I gave you Boston and Milwaukee and you give me everybody else, you'd take that. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Who, we were talking about, I mean, Denver and who else? Memphis? The Lakers aren't yeah. there. You Golden still State. think Golden State is going to make well, I think Golden Phoenix good. Yeah. Clippers good. West is but open. But that's the problem, though. West is open. But that's part of the problem, though. Is teams like that don't care about the regular season? Well, like they, they have, have one, they have one sole focus. They have a to figure out a way. How? I don't. I don't know. Why you yelling at me? I don't know. I'm not going to think of it on the fly in the six o'clock hour. Well, you would have to incentivize, like outside of having home court, you'd have to incentivize teams to finish as high as possible. Because right may, now, they may, don't, maybe you get draft listen, picks or something. I don't know something. Maybe, maybe salary they penalize cap relief. Maybe maybe, maybe it's you, salary cap relief or something like a luxury tax relief. Maybe you get five home games to two. In a seven game series, something like I, I don't that. know what well, it is. That's, but what, you, that's what it would have to be something that was detrimental to your chances of winning a championship. That's right. But again, you, you I mean, you come up with or an injury. some other reason though. But but even some other reason though to make. But even that, like, you're not going to fake an injury. If I could finish, if I finish third or whatever or second, as opposed to fifth or sixth, and I have this this incentive, this carrot, right? Like, you're not going to start faking injuries because you're going to want whatever it is. An extra pick, or it have to be something to right. incentivize. You, you have to incentivize teams to play to really go it's out not, there because it's clear that you know banging the drum for hey, what about little Tommy that came to the game? He just saw it in Miami. Maybe you lose picks, something, whatever it is. Maybe maybe your picks go to the teams that are doing it right. Like I don't I don't know what it is, but they ha- they have. Well, that's to the figure whole reason for the lottery, right? Because teams are tanking. They're like, no, no, we're not doing this anymore. Right. But still, I mean, it, it has to be it has to be to the team's benefit. Or detriment for something to change. Because yes. right now the focus is we're just going to try to win a championship and keeping our players healthy. Right. And, they'll, and they'll rely on sports science. Which is funny because you'll sit there and go, we should only be playing 70. 
but we want the benefit of playing 82. Well, you know what? If you want to play 70, then give up you know, a percentage of your salary. Well, but that's... Well, you're, 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 not, you're not going to win everything if you're the player. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.